Do you ever get tired of the same old boring news? Do you ever wish the news was very nearly funny? I know we did. Hi, I'm Gene Person. And I'm Greg Person. And that's why we created Anchor Persons. A news podcast. For people who hate the news. By people who hate the news. Every week, we lampoon the laughable thing that journalism has become. We make up facts about your home state. We break stories on the latest in food crime. We take two completely unrelated things and figure out how they're connected. And we keep you informed on the emotional weather. Find Anchor Persons on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or a completely different podcatcher that you prefer. Will you laugh? No. But will you be informed? Also no. Anchor Persons, the only news podcast hosted by persons. Subscribe today. I also uh, can't stand the sound of my me golfer anymore. I hate, that is, that is my biggest complaint is the me voice is hot garbage. So is that like temperature hot garbage or like sexy garbage Ooh, Ooh. <laughs> dude i don't kink shame but anyone who would like get off to the me golfer's voice is out outside of my network listen no the, thank you. it's the internet there's a little bit of everything Welcome to Brose, the podcast for those who drink rose. My name is Matt Casnell, and joining me as they always do are my bros in rose. On an audio feed reporting live from Belmar, New Jersey, it's Mr. Rich Sweet. Hi, everyone. On an audio feed reporting live from Haddon Heights, New Jersey, it's Mr. Sean O'Brien. Hey, everybody. And reporting live from the 18th Green, it's Mr. Tim Hansen. I got a hole in two! Hole nice. in two? Yeah, it's, it's not as impressive as a hole in one, but I did it! Look, two shots. Yeah, it's amazing. I mean, it depends on the par. It's pretty impressive if it was a par five. Par one. Oh, <laughs> it was then, a par one. I fucked up. Then yeah, never mind. Never mind. Yeah, par five would be that uh, that ever rare albatross. Yes. Mm-hmm. Albatross. Yeah, yeah albatross. Uh, which I I think I've seen like once in real golf, like on <laughs> professional golf. Uh, somebody got a hole in one at the PG uh, one of the PGA tournaments earlier this week. It was awesome. Really? I yeah, did not, yeah. I did not catch that. Yeah, yeah. He it was uh, on Saturday, I want to say. But remember, we hadn't seen the shot itself. Uh, and then uh, my I was watching with my father in law, and he was like, "Oh, look, hole in one on like the thirteenth hole." And then immediately they played a replay of it. Uh, the rarity. That's the one thing I miss about having cable is I don't get to have golf on the background while I play my golf video games. Oh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Golf, what? golf on TV is something I've only grown to appreciate recently. Like I used to be like, oh, this is boring. What the fuck? Like it's just. But like I, I won't watch on like Thursday or Friday. But like if it's on during the day on Saturday or Sunday, I'll be like, this is a nice thing. You know, it yeah. rotates. It's like it's almost like having Red Zone on all the time because they have to flip between all the different golfers. So you're always getting good action, even yeah. though it's just watching mm-hmm. dudes golf. Yeah. Anyway, hot golf takes here on the Brose podcast. Available as always on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, SoundCloud, and tune in among the many other po- fine podcasting platforms you can find our show. The premise of our show, as the thunder rumbles in the background, 
uh, is to answer questions from you, the audience, about life, the universe, and everything. And we do it while enjoying a crisp, refreshing glass of rosé. And if you have a question you want us to answer on the air, email it to brosequestions at gmail.com. That's brosequestions at gmail.com. But before we get to those questions, of course, we've got to talk about what we're drinking. Sean O'Brien, what you drinking tonight? I'm drinking Sancerre. It's a fruity rosé that I was looking for, and it's great. A plus. Bang. Sancerre. Sancerre, uh, every time you said that, it's reminded me of Sandstorm. Uh, and uh, Yeah, which is, it fits in with the Cascada theme that we've been rolling with the last uh, episode or so. Tim, what are you drinking? Uh, well, I stopped drinking the Childress Vineyards Number no. Three Rosé because it just tasted like nothing, which means there's no point in me drinking it. So I'm drinking Wawa iced tea because it's delicious. <laughs> big bro over there with his big, big old thing of iced tea. Hell yeah! <laughs> Pick thing, picks things up and puts them down. I do. <laughs> uh, and Rich, what are you drinking? I am drinking uh, Ronin uh, Bordeaux Rosé from 2020 by Clint. Uh, I probably said that three different ways all three mm. episodes um, again it's fine it's not it's not anything to write home about it is just it is a rosé and if you like rosé you'll probably tolerate this enough to drink it oh okay mm-hmm and I uh, am, in, am celebrating the last episode of my birthday session by drinking a third yards uh, beer, Featherweight. Uh, they're lean and mean. I guess they're closest that they've got to a light beer, although it's actually it, it, they've, they've defined it as a citrus hazy pale ale. Uh, the Featherweight is honestly so I've had I had this before and when I've had it as the first beer of the day for me, I've been like, oh, this is good. This is a good, you know, lighter ale. And now having had uh, the citrus, uh, the summer crush, and the uh, the filthy uh, yards brews, I can see that this is a, a rung below. So uh, I, I still would recommend it. Uh, it is still a, a pretty good ale, uh, and it's relatively light. Uh, if you're looking for a lighter, non-like lager beer, it's 105 calories, 3.7 alcohol bro volume. Uh, but it's certainly not uh, the top flight of yards beers, I would say. So, um, All right, Rich. You've got our final round of questions, correct? Yes. Uh, yes. Mm. And this is going to be a lightning round because it is thunder and lightning outside. Uh, very, very frightening. <laughs> Boom. The uh, first question is, uh, how many sports jerseys do you own? One. <laughs> One. One. And what is it? It's not the Deadpool one, right? No, it, <laughs> those don't count. That's not, that's not a jersey. It's just a shitty tag top. Uh, no, it's the one you bought me like five years ago. Oh, it's Sproles. You got me a Sproles jersey. That's right, ago. the Darren Sproles jersey, and it is the only one I own. Because I also think I got you a <laughs> the uh, the the t shirt oh, jersey little, for the, ba- the fucking little baby t shirt one. Yeah, the one for Mbappe. <laughs> Mbappe, <laughs> the, the, it, the, uh, the might... soccer player. It might fit a schnauzer. Yeah, maybe maybe I misread the uh, the fanatics page. Who knows? Yeah, that's but, whatever. So you have a Darren Sproles jersey. Yeah, and I I tried to get a uh, uh who's the other Eagles wide receiver that was you were telling me about Scott? Uh, oh, Boston Scott. Yeah, he's the yeah. he's the other like teeny tiny running back. <laughs> yeah, so I bought one of those, and it came in very much the wrong size. Ooh, 
I ordered an XL and it came in as a medium and I was like, listen, no. <laughs> so I sent it back and then after I sent it back and like got a Fanatics gift card, they're like, yeah, the, the your size is out of stock. Your size is out of stock. And I've just got like a hundred dollars sitting on a Fanatics gift card at some point for when I buy myself another jersey. Custom Boston Scott jersey, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um Rich, how many jerseys do you own? I think I've got two Phillies jerseys. One was a custom batting practice jersey that I made uh, for me and my dad uh, on his 50th. And the other one was a Roy Oswalt jersey because uh, I watched one game where he was forced to play left field. Yeah, Ryan Howard got kicked out. Yeah, Ryan Howard got kicked out, so Ibanez took first. And Oswald took left, and a pop fly was sent right to left field. He was his only play, and he caught it. I was like, he's my man. I'm buying an Oswald jersey. The the old adage of baseball is like, if you got a pitcher playing at a position, the ball will find him no matter what. And it did. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Um, I I always wanted to get a holiday jersey, um, but I I never got around to it. And I mean, I'm sure I could find one now, but Mm. I, I... I just I don't I don't know if I want to buy one now. Yeah, but I, before I mean, before he passed, I always wanted one. But after his passing, I'm just like, I've got like a Phillies tee of Holiday. That's I don't know if I need a jersey for him too. How about you, Sean? I have two. I have my John Runyon jersey that you guys got me. Hell yeah! Uh, my number is sixty nine. All right, mm-hmm. nice. Nice. Uh, and then yeah. I have a Cravon LeBlanc jersey. Uh, the, the official cornerback of the Rose podcast. <laughs> Strap LeBlanc. <laughs> uh, yeah, that uh, Mary's parents got me. Nice. Mm-hmm. And you'll soon be getting a, a Landon Dickerson jersey uh, because he shares a number with John Runyon. Oh, hell yeah. Newly nice. drafted lineman for the Eagles. <laughs> uh, so I, I used to have more. Uh, last year, right before the pandemic, we did a post-Christmas purge, and I, I, had to, I had to take a hard look in the mirror about some of the basketball jerseys I had and and just ha- come to the conclusion that as much as it, it's fun as it was to have them when we went to like Firefly and things like that, there was simply no need for me in my in my then you know 30th year on this planet to own a, like a, an adult Vladimir Radmanovich Sonics jersey. <laughs> uh, so there were a few that I got rid of, uh, but I think we, we still have a, quite a few. Um, my wife has uh, Julius Irving, uh, old like ABA New Jersey Nets jersey, uh, as well as uh, she also has a Darren Sproles jersey. Uh, and who else do we have? We both have Cole Hamill's uh, Phillies jerseys with like camouflage numbers. I've got a Mike Schmidt, a Wayne Simmons Flyers sweater. Uh, Sixers jerseys. I have a JaVale McGee Sixers jersey. JaVale McGee played like 17 games for the Sixers, but it was a hilarious 17 games. So I had to get his jersey. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, boy. I'm, I'm sure I've got more Eagles jerseys. I've got uh, Kevin Curtis. Uh, I have uh, Zach Ertz with the Super Bowl patch on it, uh, although it's a black jersey. It's not actually the one they wore in the Super Bowl. Uh, but it's uh, but it's got the patch on. I've got a Dallas Goddard that I got as a gift from a friend, and of course I have uh, a gift from my uncle, which is the Carson Wentz jersey, which I can't see how that could possibly have backfired on me. Uh, <laughs> so I still got quite a few. Oh, and uh, the coolest one I think I've got. I think we still have this. Is a uh, Mahmoud Abdul Raouf uh, Denver Nuggets jersey. If you guys look up the Denver Nuggets jerseys from the '90s, they're like this very clean look. 
they've started wearing them again recently, but uh, they have like a rainbow cutting across horizontally on the jersey in addition to the mountain range. It's beautiful looking, and uh, they they have it in blo- they have a like a navy blue kind and a white kind, and we have the white kind. Uh, I used to wear it, and then my wife enjoyed it so much she just started wearing it, so it's hers nice. now. And the last one, finally, and I think I, I'm sure I've got other ones, but I can't think of them now. Um, but I have a blue Jamal McGlure New Orleans Pelicans jersey, which is a great teal color. It's that Charlotte Hornets like teal color that was on every kid's starter jacket in the 90s, but it's for the New Orleans Pelicans. Uh, great for uh, Mardi Gras because <laughs> it's the only one a few. Uh, it's the coolest looking basketball jersey that's got New Orleans' name on it. Mm-hmm. I, I have a buddy who he would try to collect like obscure jerseys. And had a Hartford Whalers jersey. Oh, the mighty whale. Yeah. Oh, dude. I, I don't know what player or anything. I think it might have just been a custom made playerless Hartford Whalers jersey. Mm-hmm. But I was just that's that's I was like, you know, I kinda wanna do that. So I started looking up just like obscure sports teams, like minor league sports teams and stuff. And mm-hmm. I did have a tweet I I did talk to someone through Twitter for like a a a, a, a triple a minor league team from like the west coast that i almost bought like an official jersey from them because they didn't have merch so i just sort of had to buy a jersey basically off a player's back right right i I never fell through with it though i was like i don't really know if i need this this is a uh this is a hobby of friend of the show david bennett's is to find like the jersey for like a famous player but for not his famous team so like a rasheed (laughs) wallace jersey but for the hawks you know, Carmelo Anthony for the Hawks, like like finding their obscure one, like uh, like Joe Montana, but the Kansas City Chiefs, not the the 49 or something like that. <laughs> you know, um, yeah, I, I could get behind that getting a Ryan Howard jersey for whatever team he left the the, the Phillies for. Like, oh, that'd be, he didn't even make the majors after that. We, I just right. looked this up this weekend because Ryan Howard was on uh, TV for a special. And he was like in the Braves minor league system, but he never made it back up to the majors. So it's oh, got to be like whatever the Braves I don't know, single A affiliate is. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll I would do it. I would Chase do it. Utley Dodgers. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, uh, Rollins Red uh, White Sox. Yeah, Rollins yeah. had like half a season with the White Sox. All right, I can talk about jerseys all night, but we should be moving. What's the next question? Uh, next question. Um, do you have any framed photos or art in your home? Yes. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about, Matt. I don't see any. Yeah. What, what, where's your framed art? So we got three behind me. Uh, uh, so we've got a a framed uh, poster from a a stuff you should know live podcast that my brother and I went to a while ago. Uh, framed Brose podcast logo, uh, and then something else that my brother got me, which was a custom made uh, poster for our fake band <laughs> Sawhorse. Uh, one night only with lead, with opening uh, act Black Shotgun. Uh, my brother got this designed. Uh, he gave this to me as a Christmas gift. Uh, so that all hangs in our office. We also have uh, a similar poster for a show we went to when we went to see Andrew Shikari. We've got one for the Rights to Ricky Sanchez podcast. Uh, the Orson Welles peeps uh, advertisement <laughs> that my brother got me framed as a Christmas <laughs> gift, Sean. Uh, something from a what the fu- uh, WTF uh, with Mark Marin live podcast. A lot of live podcasts in here. Big podcast family. And uh, we've got some downstairs that are some wedding photos as well. We got we got framed and blown up and everything. So we uh, qu- quite a bit, actually, now that I think about it. Um, do you guys have any framed artwork uh, or anything like that in your house? Yeah, I, I, I think I do. I think I, I, I have some uh, courtesy of the O'Briens. 
behind me are six um, framed uh, uh, art cells from, or just uh, uh, fan art drawings from uh, Monster Hunter World. Six different monsters. And on this side over here, again, courtesy of the O'Briens, it was a um, needlepoint of uh, Godzilla um, that they gave me for Christmas that says, uh, May Godzilla Destroy This Home Last. <laughs> and then all the way over on the other side of the room, I have a frame photo of my nieces. Nice. 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 Very nice. How about you, Sean? Yeah, we have a ton. Like, we have a bunch of photos from our wedding and in- our engagement photos. We have a. There's a. We have the O'Briens established 2017 from you from you guys you uh we have uh some line drawings of me and the kids that mary got from etsy those are framed on our wall downstairs and we have a bunch of pictures of the moon i'm not really sure why but that was (laughs) (laughs) what mary was going to be my next question yeah i'm not really sure why but uh, Mary, that Mary decided that, that was kind of the aesthetic that we were going for, and you know what? I support her a hundred percent. You also got that one behind you that says, uh, "I have nothing to wear." Oh yes. <laughs> I I thought this was a good question because as I look at all of these, I'm the only one who doesn't have something on my wall. <laughs> you got a sweet axe hanging. Is that an Ibanez back there? Fuck, I don't know. <laughs> uh, do you have any other artwork hanging in the house uh, in other rooms? Oh yeah, we have a ton of stuff. We have wedding pictures, family pictures. Uh, I have a poster of a Naruto character in a frame right here. Martha has some watercolor nerd fandom paintings from zelda or harry potter one is like a pastel drawing of doctor who i think and then uh oddly enough on top of her computer is a picture of matt from high school holding a giraffe that i got him for his birthday uh and and uh, (laughs) so do you remember for halloween when i dressed up as nickelback yeah, yes, I do remember that. Yeah, and I just walked in. I was like, "Look at this photograph." Every time I do, it makes me laugh. Yeah, you so, nickels all over your back. Yeah, so I, I put all of my Halloween stuff in one bin. Martha found that frame, and she's like, oh, "I'm just gonna put this on my computer." I'm like, "Why?" And she's like, "Why not?" Uh, and she also tucked a little picture of Key in there, so that's cute. Oh, it's well. nice. Uh, and then yeah, the rest of the house we got a bunch of random shit. Hmm. Beautiful. Any other artwork? Anything hanging? Anything like that? Mm-mm. No. No No okay. other artwork. No more appreciation of the arts, no, though. We, ha- we hate art except for what we talked about already. Yeah, that's <laughs> like, the extent. I've, I've, I've got statues and stuff, but nothing really hanging. It's all just on shelves. Statues. I mean, unframed, we have a bunch of uh, metal disc plates. Yeah. yeah. So. Okay, yeah. We, we, have, we have like picture frames and stuff. and Cowboy beep up. Firefly, Black Clover, I, I, nerd, 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 nerd. I'm just gonna keep saying nerd, nerd. <laughs> I, uh, I, I didn't own a single picture frame until my uh, 32nd birthday in 2020, when uh, Sean and Mary sent me seven picture frames for my birthday, <laughs> as well as uh, six Monster Hunter art cells. Nice, Rich. What we got next? Uh, next question. Um, 
All right. Pick up the closest object. Cheers. <laughs> Be a salesman and sell it to us. I think I can pretty consistently tell you that this bottle of featherweight lean and mean citrus hazy pale ale beer, top flight hazy pale ale. Let me tell you something, guys. Sometimes you want something crafty and and robust with a rich flavor, uh, but you don't want to pay the price in terms of the calories or the ABV. Sometimes you want the 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 micro brew taste without the micro brew paunch that comes with it. And let me tell you, the featherweight. Lean and mean citrus hazy pale ale from Yards Brewery will do the trick for you. 105 calories, 3.7% ABV. It's the kind of beer you don't have to plan your day around, but you're going to want to. The citrus hazy pale ale featherweight from Yards Brewing Company, uh, limited distribution. Is it, it gluten free? No. Then I'm out. <laughs> All right. Anyone else? So I got this soft little guy. He's a uh, he's a wonderful, squeezable, huggable, happy little octopus dude. He's light blue, and it's just like brings a smile to your face. But sometimes, like maybe you're just not happy, and you need somebody to relate with you. Turn this little motherfucker inside out. Now he's an unhappy little dark octopus, and like just you can relate to him. And sometimes that just makes you feel better. And then it's like bam, back to hop- happy octopus and. That's all I got. I just thought he was cute. He's going to sit on my head for the rest of the show now. I like when he was inside out because it looked like he had uh, like blue highlights. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and his eyes like slightly like shimmer a little bit. Oh, yeah. Very true. Martha has one in red. All right, John, pitch us on something. Do you like crafts? No. Do you like arts end? <laughs> Let me tell I you about so. Popsicle Stick. you can make anything out of popsicle stick you can make sword you can make stick you can make popsicle let me tell you (laughs) let me let me tell you about popsicle and then a tornado hit and then Mexican two brothers, man. They're two brothers. <laughs> two brothers <laughs> two made brothers. of popsicle sticks. They share a bond. <laughs> That's all I got about popsicle stick. It's <laughs> it's so it's so versatile. <laughs> uh, I mean, you, you, you've 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 hit all of the the the, the finer points of of popsicle stick. <laughs> I, I mean, you like can I make have. sword and popsicle, and, and you stick. can make yeah, you can make sword, you can make stick, you can make popsicle. All right, Rich, <laughs> sell us on something. Uh, all right. Well, let me ask you guys: Where are you from? Where are y'all from? Holland. Holland. In Holland, did they have some good crackers? Fuck if I know. I was a baby. Well, now, now, and now, if you ever need crackers, and like you're just feeling like being a little bit healthier. I'm you should not. try some of these, uh, these, these, these cauliflower crackers with cheddar dusting on them. They're really good. You can have about fifty per serving, and so that really fills you up. And and here's the best part about it: you flip this box open because this box has already been opened, and hidden inside is a bag of peanut butter and chocolate filled pretzels that you can also have with the purchase of this box of cauliflower crackers. So that also, sounds like are they uh, gluten free? 
Yes, they're all gluten free. All right, well then I'm out. <laughs> that 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 sounds that sounds like you're trying to hide a bad snack in a good snack. No, it's just I'm trying to keep them close, all close to my desk. Oh, so it was the same uh-huh. as the Bible. Uh huh. Trying to hide your good snacks. No one will look for them in my cauliflower crackers. Look, there's like five of these pretzels left, and there's like the entire thing in cauliflower crackers. Uh-huh. Nobody better lay a finger on my chocolate peanut butter filled pretzels. <laughs> this 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 whole segment makes me think. There's a on College Humor's site, um, Dropout. They have a show called a uh, 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 Game Changer, where every episode is a new game show. The contestants don't know the rules until they get into the game and start playing the game. And one of their recurring games is an advertising campaign, like. They just have to try to sell something to the host. And one of the episodes that they did of that one, every question started with, so where are you from? And he always answered the same. I'm from Boston, Massachusetts. So, next person. So let let me ask you, where are you from? And it just kept going. And I loved it. I'm not familiar with that one. It, I, well, it's dropout. Um, you have to you have to pay for dropout. Um but I, I think it's worth it. I haven't watched a lot of their stuff in a while, though, so I've just been wasting six bucks a month, but it's only six bucks a month. I just watch all the best clips on TikTok. Yeah, you can do that. You can get away with that. Rich, what's next? What is next as I unlock my phone? Um, What do you smell like? Delicious. Swagger. <laughs> Not melons. I'll, t- I'll tell you what. <laughs> I'll tell melon. you what. <laughs> so, so bitter about the lack of melon. Uh, right now, it's probably a mix of uh, I don't know, citrus and sweat. I showered earlier today, but it's been a while. Uh, it's been a hot day, so probably citrus and sweat. Uh, my breath probably smells like uh, beer, on account of the beer. But uh, what? That's about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I smell like sweat. It's hot as balls in this room. Mm. Yeah, I'm sweaty as hell right now. Sweat, dude. Just, just really like laying it on for it's... the listeners. Like, who, who want that multimedia experience? Well, of here's how the here's the thing. Smell? If I had if I had on my air conditioner and my fan, that's all you'd be able to hear. So Correct. listen, I'm, we're just making it good for the listeners. It's true. <laughs> Doing it's, it for it's, you this guys is, this is for your yeah. benefit. We smell like shit because of you. <laughs> this is your for fault. You I mean, this is for you. Yeah. And, and I'm sitting here just like, I'm in my first floor and I'm still kind of sweaty. So I'm not, I'd, I have central air, so you wouldn't hear it anyway. I don't have the third floor and no air conditioner issues like you guys have. I just sweat. I smell like speed stick at all times. <laughs> just pure distilled speed stick. I, I think because my my body wash is citrus scented, I think I smell like citrus, but I don't really smell myself. Well, we're gonna move off of this admittedly very pleasant topic uh, <laughs> uh, onto something else, Rich. What's next? Uh, next is uh, <laughs> oh boy, do you wish you had more siblings? If so, why? No, nope, <laughs> no. Why? Yeah, man, one's all right. But that's a self-explanatory. Anyone who has more than one sibling knows why they don't want more siblings. Like that's a dumb question. Yeah, I have a, I have a, the perfect amount. Three is enough. <laughs> that's maybe too much. Some would. I argue. think it's too many. <laughs> <laughs> I I mean I'm uh, 
I'm the middle of three, and I have a stepbrother. I, I don't, I don't need any more siblings. I don't need to have to worry about that many, another, a whole other essentially potentially family. Um, I've got, I've got too much on my brain. I don't need another sibling. Um, and me and my siblings all annoy the hell out of each other anyway. So why would I want another person to annoy the hell out of me? Exactly. You find two to be the ideal amount for a few reasons. Uh, as far as total total children, as far as uh, as uh, what 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 works best for a family. So I have one brother. I have my younger brother Alex, uh, and two is ideal because you can't have like separate factions. You can't have two ganging up on the one when you're kids. You can't like suddenly you know, like you, you're you're united at all times almost by default. Because you're united as children against your parents, uh, and and you are you are the team. You are the the your brother or sister, whoever is the only other person you can go to to unite against the parental units. And as parents, it's also perfect because you're not on the power play. You're not on the penalty kill at all times. Uh, you don't want to be outnumbered by your children. Uh, <laughs> That's true. So you, you want you want to be able to be able to play one on one against your kids. At all, at, at any given point. So I, I think I've got one. Uh, I love my brother, and I would not want any more than what I have. Yep. I good think stuff, that's guys. Succinct. All right. <laughs> next question. <laughs> so good. What's so our good. Next so question, good. Right? <laughs> we uh, obviously we didn't want for nothing. Obviously, we didn't want to really shit on our siblings that much. Uh, what is this is your... the wrong corner of the internet for that? <laughs> Yuck! Um, that's God telling you to stop oh, yeah. alluding to terrible. Like, just, just go ahead. Oh yeah, yeah. What is your biggest irrational fear? Um, heights. I think is that irrational? Are heights an irrational fear? I don't think no. so. Okay. I say some of you also mind. got a problem with heights, but I think that's that's like a that's your body's like death prevention <laughs> reflex kicking in. <laughs> you're, you're too high. Please don't fall. You will die. Yeah. 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 Like you want to be steeled against it to some degree, but too much that's why when people are like oh I, I, this guy doesn't flinch this guy doesn't flinch it's like okay well he's gonna get punched in the face someday like <laughs> like the people who take pride in like never flinching about uh whatever it's like okay fine then you're gonna get hit at some point <laughs> like it's it, it, so i i think my biggest rational one is probably claustrophobia um like i i i do have a problem with small spaces small rooms uh there's nothing more more terrifying to me than the prospect of like being underground like tunneling through, like like watching a movie where people are in caves underground or like you know tunneling somewhere uh, is frightening to me because I'm like, it could cave in and then you're just stuck. You have nowhere to go. Like that's that's probably my most irrational one is is claustrophobia or the fear of being like in a small confined area. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I I googled irrational fears and I came up with a list of a list of five irrational fears. Number one is spiders. Number two is the dark. Number three is clowns. Number five is being attacked by a shark in a lake or a swimming pool. And number four is shower murderers. So I think shower murderers is my biggest irrational fear. (laughs) 
Um, so do you fear being? You actually feel fear being murdered in the shower? No, it's but I I didn't know that that was an actual rational fear. No, I don't actually fear that. I don't fear that there's going to be somebody hidden in my shower that's going to kill me. So, Rich, do you actually fear being murdered in the shower, or is it you just saw it on the list and, and <laughs> thought? I just I just saw it on the list. That's all. Brick, do you actually love lamp? <laughs> <laughs> I I love lamp. Uh, uh, I I just. Wow. What's when up? J- when Jake was small, he was he would be he would say he was afraid to go into the shower because what if someone <laughs> burst through our front window and then tried to murder him? <laughs> Just he was so well, he was so frightened because in our old house we had it was the bathroom, the bathroom and was then right the up against room. the front wall. Yeah, and then the living room and then our bedroom and we would be in and my and Mary and I would be in our bedroom and be like, "Okay, Jake, got to go take a shower." And he'd be like, "Well, what if someone busts <laughs> through the window?" I'll know you'll you won't hear it. <laughs> Jake didn't shower. <laughs> you'll for You'll never six know years. and I'll be dead. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so boy. that was his irrational fear. My irrational fear is birds. Huh? Okay. I'm scared of birds. They, they birds in general. Yeah, they don't, I don't like them. They they scare me. I ain't about it. Uh, Fre- Freddie Hitchcock did a number on everybody's fear <laughs> of uh, a relationship mm. with birds. Yeah, uh, I think I saw so. that when I was too young. I was too young to have seen that, and it kind of fucked me up forever. <laughs> understandable. Irrational, <laughs> but understandable. Yep. Yeah. How about you, Tim? Uh, I think the closest I get to an irrational fear is uh, talking to people on the phone. But that's mm-hmm. not really a fear so much as like I have an extreme ad- aver- aversion to it, mm-hmm. and I fucking hate it. Uh, but like, the, there's not too much that I'm afraid of, and like, the things I am afraid of are like getting hit in the head really fucking hard, or like dying, kinda. <laughs> yeah, I have those <laughs> dying those or just getting a bad welt. <laughs> or like the inevitable release of death or getting bonked on the head (laughs) i I, I guess that might be the closest thing i have to an irrational fear is like but then it kind of goes back to matt's thing of like not flinching isn't something to be proud of you're just gonna get hit yeah like that that's my thing is if i see anything in my peripheral vision like quickly make a movement towards my face i will like Even if that's just Martha, like, oh, you, you had something on your face, and I was just trying to get it. And it's like, can you give me a heads up before you move to my face? <laughs> Got to protect my money maker. Yeah, yeah. Protect the gift. Protect the gift. Yeah, yeah. So that's it. Uh, Things hitting me in the face, I guess. Any other irrational fears? Uh, no, I mean, no? I if if we're counting heights as one, that's kind of mine. But no, I, I think can't... height is a rational fear. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Then, I mean, you you fall to your death. I mean, again, yeah. you, there's there's an element of like, you don't you want to you want to steal yourself against certain things, but you don't want to train your body to not like naturally tell you not to do things that could kill you. And yeah. I think mean, the the heights thing is one of those things. Yeah. I I can't think of anything else. I don't know. Um. Yeah. Well, if you have an irrational fear you'd like us to hear about, you can always hit us up on Twitter at brose underscore podcast to tell us about your irrational fear. Uh, but in the meantime, Rich, what's our next question? Our next question. Uh, what made you laugh today? <laughs> I got a good one. Go right ahead. 
Uh, so the the background for this one is that uh, as of August thirteenth, I will no longer work at the company I currently work for. Yeah. That yay. Uh, so not a whole lot of people at work know this. Uh, I think it's like maybe four people know as of right now. But somebody made a joke about something today. I was just like, well, like I kind of just don't want to fucking do that thing. It's like, well, then don't do it. What's the worst they're gonna do? Fire you? I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> she so could play it up and be yeah. like, uh, and then be like, they let me go for it. <laughs> be like, this was your fault, Todd. <laughs> Mazel tough, man. Uh, we'll, we'll get into that. We'll get. We'll absolutely get into that more later if you want. But uh, yeah. But huge news and uh, good way to get an unexpected chuckle out of people at the workplace. Uh-huh. Uh, Rich, what made you laugh today? Uh, so there's this YouTube channel called uh, Neebs Gaming. They're just a bunch of uh, stupid, funny guys that uh, just play video games and just do and say stupid stuff while playing video games. And they have a playlist of them playing this game called Humans Fall Flat. Uh, and the game itself is already ridiculously funny. And just these guys playing it along with this being ridiculously funny is uh, is just like it, it was making me laugh as I was like having kind of a rough time with work. I was able to like look over, watch a little bit and just crack up a little bit. Right. What about you, yeah. Sean? Hmm. I think there was I've been so I just I just got a TikTok like I just started using it. And it was probably a TikTok that I saw today. And I can't remember which one because I just just watched a ton of them, like a stupid amount. Too many, some might say. <laughs> but uh, there was definitely... Oh, I started watching um, one of the TikToks that I follow is Dimension 20. Okay. And uh, it's, which is a D&D uh, show on Dropout. Yeah. And... Uh, that made me laugh. Just watching like clips from that. I don't know. I don't know if there's anything that particularly made me laugh today. It was probably something I, I saw breezing by Twitter or something like that. I was listening to uh, the Rights of Ricky Sanchez podcast earlier today, and they were bagging on Ben Simmons a little bit. And I probably got some some uh, some mean spirited pleasure out of them bagging on Ben Simmons uh, at that point. But that's really about it. I had kind of a chill day today. Uh, you know, obviously what we, what we chatter about here and then yak and honk about on the bros, a podcast <laughs> makes me laugh at all times. So uh, that's, pro- that's a certainty that I, that I left, uh, as you guys have seen, uh, the stuff that's happened on this podcast. So yeah, that's <laughs> what I got anything else made you chuckle today. Get a good uh, yuck. No, I mean, obviously this podcast, like you said, yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a trick question. This whole this whole question was a setup to make sure you guys are aware. <laughs> Commitment to the brand. All right, we are brand. so funny. We're Look. hilarious. Huh? Huh? Look, my brand. I, I had a dream where I asked if I could promote the show. I'm definitely committed to huh. the brand. Huh? Huh? All right, uh, Rich. How many questions do we have left? Uh, this is the penultimate question. The penultimate question mm-hmm. is: On a scale of zero to ten. How clean is your home? <laughs> Six. Five. S- seven and a half to eight. 
I'm going to say. Probably go with like a four to a five. All right. Tim's got the six. Showing yep. showing off that six. Uh, yeah, where I mean, would you the, like your house to be as far as cleanliness? Is it a solid ten? Because I think I'd be I'd be skeeved out by ten. I don't want yeah. it to be like yeah. pristine. Because then, I, like anytime I spill a drink, I'm gonna be like, "Oh my god!" I think I'd, I'd be okay like with eight. a seven. Yeah, yeah, a seven or an eight because, like, I don't want my house to look like it's not lived in. I want it to look like I live here, and I feel like a ten is. Absolutely pristine. Not a single dish in the dishes in the in in the sink. Like nothing anywhere that people who live there would be using. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like your house looks like a museum at a ten. Yeah, yeah. fuck that. Mm. Still, still showing it. Yeah, too much effort. Yeah, I think it's about right. Yeah, seven and a half, eight. You know, if it's at a nine, great. You know, we usually have it at like a nine for when we have parties or company or something like that. But yeah, I mean, that's it. We keep the house relatively clean. Mm-hmm. This is I've, scintillating content you guys come to us for. Is. Yeah. Woo. I, I, having having a uh, golden retriever, even if I got my house to a 10, it'd be down to a 9.5 within 30 seconds because of the shedding. So, Rich, what's our last question? It's the final question. Oh, I went for the wrong key. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, if your state ceased to exist... Which state would you move to? Well, the easy answer is Pennsylvania, because uh, I lived there for a long time, uh, and it's where I work, technically. Uh, so, probably Pennsylvania. Um, but I guess if we're going to go like a, the fantasy route uh, and just say, "Hey, New Jersey got zapped," you could live anywhere. Uh, you know independent of, you know, being anchored at a job or anything like that. I guess, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I've heard good things about Minnesota. Uh, so I think that'd be a fun, that'd be a fun state to go with, even though it's going to be brutally cold winter, but I'd rather take a cold winter over a brutally hot summer. Uh, it would not be Florida. I can't deal with the humidity. Um, yeah, fuck it. We'll say Minnesota. I've heard I mean, Minneapolis is a cool city from what I've I've read. Uh, I would add that to the list of places uh, that are on my travel bucket list is to go to Minneapolis sometime. Um, yeah, Minnesota. Sure. How about you guys? I'm uh, I'm leaning a little bit towards like uh, uh, Georgia and specifically like Atlanta. Uh, a lot of uh, uh, movie, TV production is being done down there. Might be a little bit easier to get into the industry if I live down there. Um, so just like as a professional, like trying to make professional mo- professional moves, might be a smart idea to head towards like Atlanta or something like that. Mm-hmm. Sean, I think I'd like to move to Oregon. Hmm. It seems oh, like he wants a... to go chill. You want to go chill with Jet? Uh, fuck, I can't even say names anymore. <laughs> Fred Armisen, Greg and Gene. <laughs> yeah, I want to go meet up with those bros. But I think it seems like it seems like a nice place. It seems fairly like politics wise. It seems like it lines up with what I'm looking for, and it just seems like a nice. I mean, right now it's like a hundred million degrees, but like generally, it seems like it's like fairly 
consistently nice there. Mm. And you, Tim Hansen, if Pennsylvania were just vaporized, where would you go? Uh, if Pennsylvania was vaporized, or honestly, at this point, if Pennsylvania wasn't vaporized, I would be moving to North Carolina. Why? And why is that? Because that's where I'm moving in August. <laughs> and that, yeah, wah, 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 wah. So not only are you switching jobs, you're switching regions of the country. Correct. So I will be moving to Greensboro, North Carolina, or at least in that area, uh, third week of August to start a new position with the company down there. Uh, it's going to be a very big change. I'm, a, I'm excited for the opportunity, but it's going to be weird moving away from pretty much everything and everyone I know. But uh, I'll still be on the show, and we got one more in-person recording before I disappear states away. That we do. So session 50, uh, which is our next set of episodes after this one, uh, will be the last in-person episode when Tim Hansen is is here all the time. Uh, now, obviously, if Tim Hansen is coming up and visiting at some point, we'll we'll rope him in and do some in-person shows. But this it'll be the... Uh, the setting sail will be will be breaking the bottle of uh, champagne against the SS Hansen as he ships off to uh, Greensboro, North Carolina. Uh, it'll be a, a bittersweet moment uh, as as this is a phenomenal opportunity for Tim, but uh, we're gonna miss having him around. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm gonna yeah. miss you guys too. Gonna miss yeah. you as a, as a parting gift. I'm gonna give you my PC because it's the best recording device we have on the Brose <laughs> podcast. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, sorry, I just looked at one point Greg and Gene were like, Oh, Don Perignon's coming out with a rose. You guys should look into that. Or like that they make one. It is four hundred dollars. <laughs> Never yeah, mind. No. Can't imagine yeah, no. Jesus Christ. No. It's not like the Eagles are winning Dom. the Super Bowl. Yeah, say the only time I've had time I've had Dom anything was uh, was at the Super Bowl. We had a bottle of Dom that we got as a wedding gift and we brought it down the night of the Super Bowl. Uh which was a bold move. Uh, by us, considering we're we're rooting for the Eagles uh, to win and uh, to win a championship, uh, and we were like, no, we're bringing the Dom, and, and it paid uh, off in spades. It paid off big time. Yeah. Uh, as will this move that you're making, Tim Hansen. As I have no doubt in my mind uh, that that you will be successful in your your endeavors. But we'll do the full on, you know, the goodbyes and everything on a later date. But you'll also be with us remotely forever and ever and ever because we we have. Ample practice pulling you in remotely even before the pandemic. Definitely. And at least I'll still be in the same time zone. So there's yes. that. Yeah. A huge boon. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. Anything uh anything you know about Greensboro that uh excites you about the the oncoming trip? Besides besides your job, obviously. So I've gone down a couple times once for uh the getting saucy with Parker B fundraiser that I did with Dave uh back in May. Uh, there's a, there's a lot of like hiking areas, and I like that it's like, like the city itself is like smaller than Philadelphia, or it feels smaller than Philadelphia, or a little more spread out. So it, it just doesn't feel so condensed, and everybody's just so fucking nice. <laughs> like I, I, it's I going into Philadelphia, everyone's an asshole. So going down there and literally everyone you meet is nice or just like if they're being rude, it's because they literally don't realize you're there and then they're going to be like, oh, my bad. And then just leave. 
Do That's you fear it? that this is a citywide pitch for Tim Hansen and that they were all on their best behavior during these couple of trips that you've been down there only to revert back to their typical asshole behavior when you finally <laughs> move and the deal is closed? Uh, no, but if it does, it'll, I think that might make it more comfortable for me because it'll be more like home. <laughs> hey, that's good. That's, that's good. true. That's true. Congratulations, man. We're happy for you. Mm-hmm. Thanks, guys. Yeah. yeah. It'll all be great. So, uh, yeah. that, that's, that's replacing our normal takes. So I'm just actually going to close my, uh, my, this file here that I've got called Woody Allen is innocent.txt. Uh, <laughs> so we don't have my, my final take for the night. That's a joke. That's a joke. I don't Clearly actually. not innocent. No, it's not. I don't have a Woody oh. Allen take. I, I, I don't get to put my uh, um, uh, Bill Cosby deserves to be free take out there. Oof. Not morally. I trust. I don't. I don't. Uh, I don't believe that. It's I, the. It's the. It's pronounced. It's actually the card says the moops. It's the moops of uh, of rulings where. Uh, <laughs> the thing you have to remember, everybody, is that Woody uh, Bill Cosby didn't knock it out of jail. Uh, because he's innocent it's because they found that all of the terrible things he said that were incriminating of himself weren't allowed to be used as evidence so great stuff uh means nothing other than uh technicality so great stuff anyway uh thanks tim uh for your for your bill cosby take uh and (laughs) (laughs) you demanded that we end this episode with that conversation i mean um but all he, I wanted was to free Britney, and they're like, the best we could do is free Cosby. Well, Cosby's like, wait, no, 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 was wrong not day, it. wrong day. <laughs> back uh, up, back up. Uh, if people want to see any more of your Greensboro, North Carolina takes on Twitter, where can they find you, Tim? At Tim R. Hansen. How about you, Rich? At B underscore one nuts. How about you, Sean? At Hey, it's SOB. And you can follow me on Twitter at MKASNEL. That's M-K-A-S-Z-N-E-L. The podcast is on Twitter at Brose underscore podcast. It's on Facebook at Brose podcast. And it's on Instagram at Brose underscore podcast. You can listen to our show anywhere where fine podcasts are bought and sold, such as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, SoundCloud, and TuneIn. And if you have a question you would like us to answer on the air, you want to email that question to brosequestions at gmail.com. That's brosequestions at gmail.com. Huge thanks, as always, to Mary O'Brien for compiling our questions, to Tess Riley, who edits our show, uh, to Shannon Vogel, who designed our world-famous logo. Uh, you can listen to Shannon's work. Uh, listen to You can't listen to artwork, can you? Yeah. Uh, you can see Shannon Vogel's work on uh, <laughs> uh, Shannon Vogel Photography and Art on Facebook or on Etsy.com, and our theme music is When by Steven Siebert, and you can listen to Steven's work at the Free Music Archive. All right, time to wrap things up with some plugs. Rich, what's going on with PodQuest and your streaming, John? Check out PodQuest, a nerdy talk show where we talk about potential big news, hot button topics, or just general nerd discussions. Uh, You can also watch me stream video games and such on uh, uh, twitch.tv slash be underscore walnuts. Keep an eye on one quest because there's probably going to be a special announcement sometime in August. And Sean, your Frisbees. Whoosh. Whoosh. Them Frisbees going at OB Disc Golf everywhere except Instagram, OB underscore Disc Golf. And Tim, talk to us about our friends at the Person and Person Show. Greg and Gene over at the Person and Person Show bringing you the news you didn't know you needed. Not that it's real news, but it's fucking entertaining anyway. 
Uh, so we got food crimes coming in from Greg. You got the weird shopping uh, podcast, shopping network, but science, a Spanish re- art restoration, which is always hilarious. Uh, mystery science theater, Disneyland, uh, weird shit happen at kid rocks, fucking honky tonk, but whatever the hell that restaurant is with the bag. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, hilarious stories to keep you going. Uh, great guys. Yeah, that that's all I got. Oh, I have one other plug. This is uh this is a USB-C plug. It, I don't know if you oh. can see it. Oh, it's Sorry. C cable. Bad is it a USB-C to USB-C? No, it's USB-A to USB-C. Boo! Oh, fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> you elitist Sorry. prick. Yeah, and I, I'm all bougie with my USB-C to USB-C. I think I think I have a micro USB somewhere around here. I got one right there too. Mm-hmm. How about USB? Uh, not not the mini. The uh, is the mini the and micro. 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 The mini is the 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 thick boy, like the chunky the, boy. There's the mini. There's the micro. Yeah. There's the micro slave one, which is weird fucking looking, and no one actually knows that that's what it's called. Uh, I mean, yeah. Let's get on to technology. Let's. I could talk about that forever. <laughs> yeah, save it for the technology podcast, man. Jeez. You, you thought uh, you thought my spiel on fucking screws and screwdrivers was long. <laughs> Jesus Christ. The thing about Thunderbolt cables is... um, (laughs) All right, guys. Say goodbye to the gentle listeners. Bye. Bye. Dude, it's so What the fuck was that? (laughs) For Tim Hansen, Rich Sweet, and Sean O'Brien, and the entire action moves to... My name is Mad Casnell. Reminding you all to be smart about being stupid. Okay. Bye. Good. I'm glad you agree. <laughs> Bye.